bringing to you the most relevant content across all platforms. Business. Legal. Politics. Health. Lifestyle. And entertainment. Your source for all the news and updates in the greater Houston community from Texas and all over the world. Get informed and empowered with Lawin Media Network. The following program is produced by Law & Media Network. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely those of the individuals appearing on the show and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Law & Media Network, its affiliates, sponsors, or partners. The content provided in this program is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Law & Media Network does not guarantee the accuracy, completeness, or timeliness of the information. Hello, hello, good evening, everyone, and welcome to our seventh episode of Be Bold, Why Not? And please, please uh, bear with us. I know we are late starting tonight. It's storming here in Houston area, and we were having some technical difficulties, so we apologize for the delay of our start. But of course, we're so excited to have you again tonight, right, Atala? How are you, Atala? Yes, definitely. Well, I'm, now I'm better, you know, after having so many difficulties, uh, you know, with this weather technology always have some issues. But anyway, we're here now. I'm, I'm very excited about this program and I'm just happy to be here with you again. Yes. And of course, we are live on Facebook and YouTube live and allowing that means. Well, yeah. <laughs> Many places are going to you know. We can also they can also find us in good spots, podcast index, Stitcher, Pandora, Podcast Addict, and also Pocket Cast. Yes, if you miss our live show, of course, you can listen to the recorded one on our podcasts. In addition to what Atala had already mentioned, you can find us or listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Podchaser, Deezer, and Player FM. So just hang in there and listen to us, and we're going to have fun tonight. How was your week, Atala? It was very, very, very nice, actually. I had some issues, you know, like I needed to solve, but I mean, at the end of the day, you find answers to every problem. That's my mentality. So it was fine. Also, a little bit relaxing, you know, I saw a couple of friends. So I enjoyed it. I really did. What about yours? I know yours were very, very exciting. Your sons were in town or still in town and also your daughter was performing. So how everything went this weekend? Yes, of course, as you said, both my sons are home. So I'm so, so happy. Yeah, my other son came Friday afternoon and my other one just came this afternoon. So yeah, I had to leave work early today to pick him up from the airport. Plus Mara, as you said, had performed this weekend at a live event. So yeah, it was a busy, busy weekend. And then yesterday I was up all day too. You know, I had to judge or one of the judges, I was one of the judges for the Miss Houston 
pageant. So it's my first time to judge. <laughs> Yes, I'm so glad. I had experience with pageants too when I was still in high school and college. Plus, of course, you know how to judge talent, how you know how to judge people who can express themselves. So, and I'm so excited because the, my top three people that I judge are like were all like the title holders. So that means something, right? <laughs> but, That's really uh, nice. Yeah, so it, it was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. So it's always yeah. good to just do things that you, you you know sometimes that kind of stretch to something different. You know, it's always good, and we learn, we grow. So that's what it's all about, it too. Yes, and watching and witnessing those beauties, you know, and how they answer questions and how they perform their talents and their evening gowns. Oh, it was pretty it was beautiful and mara was sport too as a volunteer so it was nice it was really nice i actually enjoyed it yeah i don't mind doing it again if i if i get invited anyway for tonight we have a very, uh, we have a very very interesting or nice topic it's kind of like a segue from what we talked about last last week right we talked about the challenges of going through divorce so tonight we're gonna talk about life after divorce. So I know Atala, you've been very, you know, very willing to share your story because you've gone through this process. So I would like to ask you first. I know you you've been divorced for how many years? My goodness, all my life almost, you know? It's like a 17, 18 years, more or less. Yes. Wow, 18 my, years. My son was very, very, very young. Yes, he was like uh, three and a half when I got divorced. Uh -huh. Three and a half, yeah. But he was a, he was a little one, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so how was it? I know it, it, aside from, of course, we've talked about the different challenges during, I mean, going through the process of divorce last week, like financial challenges, emotional, and then, of course, challenges with adjusting to all your new life and with children and everything. So tell us how did you adapt or adjust to the new your new life as a single mom raising, you know, Marcus on your own and how was it? Actually it's a very good question. I honestly I never own a title as a single mom ever. Okay. I know this, but I never put it in my mind. So I always act like a complete uh, you know like mom dad you name it, I think it's my belief system and it works for me. And I always suggest people to use the best belief system because that's what is going to help them to go through every transitions in life, you know. So to me, it was more like the opportunity to shape, to shape uh, the life of a loved one, in this, is, in this case, my son. So I really enjoyed the process. It was uh, not easy, of course, like anything else that, I mean, you have a tran life transition, so don't say how you want to do it. What I learned is about uh, embracing the, that moment, every opportunity, every challenge also. And I learned to really grow through the process, but especially to enjoy the process. That's, that's what I can tell you. Um, I was always trying to really accommodate my desire. I do believe that God really helped me to place a lot of people. He placed friends and friends, you know sometimes uh, permission something i was uh, living late work you know i was 
honestly, like uh, try to help somebody last minute case and then said, wow, markets need to be picked up. You know, I always, thank God, has a good friend of mine say, no worries, let me pick up markets. So I believe that everything uh, was kind of online orchestrated. I'm excited and happy to know that my son and, and I have a great relationship. And also he has a great relationship with his dad as well, as well which is very important to, to both of us. So that's one of the things I can tell you. Yeah, so how long did it take for you to get used to your new life again? Like, uh, honestly, I think I went, I did, uh, I decided to just kind of live in the present. It's not like I took me like years, no. I was just embracing it every single day. Every single day I was discovering something about myself about living states starting from zero you know so it was like a journey like a discovery like going to another country for the first time and also i i always believe that every situation that you encounter there is a purpose behind so when you still to feel like a sad or like a big team or poor me i was like i want to enjoy this moment because later on she's going to grow I want to just be present as much as possible. I really want to do my very best with love because that's what it, it changes perspective and also give you energy. It gives you that kind of courage, encouragement. So that's what I did. I pray. I, I rely a lot in great people that is around me, great friends that in, sometimes I help them and they came back to me and they were always ready to help me. And you know what? I practice a lot gratitude, mindfulness, and of course, um, adaptability or acceptance. I would say that. At the moment that a woman uh, accepts something, it's easier to move forward to the next level. Because when you don't ask for it, you are going through pain. You don't understand things. So you are not moving with like high energy and not like a clarity in life. So I accept and it allowed me to really kind of say, okay, this is my situation. What else is coming next? What do I need to do next? Little by little. I didn't have a long-term plan. I was just on the moment. Yeah, it's like living in the moment, right? Because, yeah, yeah. Because I know it's it's hard and difficult because, of course, how many years were you married Like, or together? Only like um, four years, okay. so that was really. And also remember, I went back to Mexico. So when I came back to the United States, I I really needed to learn everything, you name it. You know, I was like a, a new new like I was feeling like this is the first time I'm coming back in the United States in this situation. So I didn't know many things. So I started really learning, exploring, growing, asking questions. So that's what was my journey. Yeah, because I know the key to everything, I believe, is really acceptance. Because once we are able to accept our situation, that's when we our mind gets clearer. And we tend to now lay the foundation or lay a plan or not ex exactly a plan. But once we accept our situation, now we're ready. It's like we are ready to move on, right? Because if we keep, yeah, if we if we keep denying what's wrong with our lives, if we keep like trying to hide it and trying to just cover it up with 
things, nice things, and we don't accept our situation, that means that we're not ready for anything. So once you accept your situation at that moment that you do that, that means you're open now to move on. So yes. that's and the first step. opportunities, you know, just really like putting your energy and your focus in where you need to be, in where you, things that you can actually um, participate, you know, knowing things that you cannot control. I remember, you know, now that you mentioned about acceptance, one day I was really feeling like, oh my God, my family is not here, you know what, I saw a certain time and then I was running late. So I was like, wow, I wish my family could be here. And then something happened, like a aha moment, say, wait a second, you moved back to this country, you are here, your family is not here, but there is a purpose. I appreciate this because later on, things are gonna be different. I appreciate, be grateful. I, I have to have like this kind of deep conversation, you know, with myself. And now I call like, go and take a coffee with yourself because there is a lot of growth, a lot of uh, acceptance. When I really, really uh, kind of create that kind of connection about this is my present, what else can I do? How can I really, really look in the good things in life? And when I start looking at my son, how he was growing up happy and, you know, with loving both, I mean, mom and dad, and I mean, doing his own thing, I was like, hey, everything is fine. If, as a woman, you take care of yourself, your mind, your spirit, your body as well, guess what? You're going to give the best to your children. That's another belief system that I have. Yeah, well, we have some, we have some, yeah, we have some shout outs. So we want to acknowledge Christian Toledo work and watching from Pearland, Texas. And also he said, thank you for being at Lumikash Art Showcase. We are rising. Yes, it was a great event. So, yeah. And of course, <laughs> I on says, hi, MJ and Atala watching from Houston. Hi. And then we have Lisel Silisondra. Wow, watching from Dumaguete City. Thank you so much, Lisel. I don't know how to say her name, but it's a unique name. <laughs> Welcome. Thank, yeah, you for Thank you so much for watching. Oh my gosh. So actually, I think before we move on or continue with the conversation, we will go for a short break and we will be back. Wonderful. back 
we want to remind our our viewers that we have you know we have a contest that we've been doing on the show so we're gonna have a couple of questions that we will be asking i think we can show the the video about the contest that we're doing in the show can we will show that? how to join the game one watch the live show and listen to the conversations two Watch out for the two questions of the day on your screen. 3. Type your answer for each question in the comment box. 4. The first to type in the correct answer for each question wins. Good luck! Hi! We're back, we're back. Yes, good luck. So, I know we have, we probably have some, of course, there are some issues or challenges going through that life after divorce, but what are the most common parenting issues that you have gone through while you know after you had your you went through the divorce process can you tell us any I of your experiences yeah i think for me it was more like um maybe sometimes a the desire you know about you know in your mind when you go through divorce you're still wishing you know that i mean you want to see you know like your, your son or your daughter to be with mom and dad so it's more like emotional uh, uh, healing that needs to take place definitely but at the same time maybe in my case was more like i'm not from this country you know i wish i could have my family with me for example right because it's like a, i decided to move back to the united states so again now i'm not with my husband or my husband at that i mean my husband at that moment my family is not here, so you're still really kind of recreating your life. And I think to me it was more about, again, like a acceptance, looking at the good things in life, being look like the, the opportunity that I was uh, having to, to raise my son, right? And also the blessing to see that everything was perfectly orchestrated. I cannot tell you how many times just wake up in the morning, you know, my son has been always in the sport. Um, taking to the school for me was very important. I mean, living in the place close to the school and then driving to work, everything was aligned, everything. When I needed something, a friend was there to help me out. So to me, it was more about, let me see how really I have something good to share. More than complaining, about being very grateful. I am focusing the good things because the, the, the most difficult things are really about accepting that you are not married, that mom and dad are not in the same house, that maybe you have to take now one weekend, your son go with dad, the other weekend, uh, stay with me, you know? So it was more about adapting. A new life, a new way of living, and a new way of thinking. <laughs> yeah, so was it hard? I mean, like, yeah, the parent, are, were there any conflicts with, like, how he's gonna raise? I mean, because he what he is supposed to come, like, you have weekends with him, and then, of course, your, your ex-husband had weekends with him. Was there anything that was really difficult or challenging having to go through that, especially on, on your son? No, not really, because we always try to make it simple. When I always was very understanding, like, uh, hey, I'm here in the same country, I want the best for my son, I understand. 
right time with both because I say in my mind, I don't, I don't pretend to be a dad. I'm never going to be a dad. I don't have that qualities. I can shape in many different ways, but I was very clear. I was very like, no, you have clarity, you have direction in life. So I don't think so. He was always happy to go back and forth. But also, I think that it was like a commitment, you know. I always look about the future in that case. What would be the best for my son? Not just for me, but for my son. So I keep that mentality. Cultivating a healthy heart and mind, that was one of my goals. And yeah. thank God I achieved that. So. Well, that's, that's awesome because I can tell how Marcus has grown up to be a real good man. Yeah, you. I mean, he's a gentleman. He's like very respectful. Oh my gosh! I mean, you've got a really great son here, so you can't even tell that you know he was raised with his parents being separated from each other because he seems to be a very, very well brought up and well mannered, very respectful. He's very talented, and I mean, I'm I can't say anything else, but all good things about marcus i've met him a couple of times and he's just very yeah very willing to learn i mean very willing to help like i remember when we did our photo shoot like he was carrying i mean he had to go buy something for us i mean like he's a very very good kid and i know it's not the same situation for all you know kids that you know have their parents uh divorced so um, what can you advise those people that, you know, that have gone through the same situation as you? And, but before that, we have another shout out. Oh my God, Mayra Perez Gonzalez from the Philippines. She says, good morning. Hi, yeah, good morning from Manila. Oops, this show looks like already a part of my Tuesday morning routine. Coffee, <laughs> MJ and Atala. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I, Thank you for connecting. I know she's she's my kumare actually. Hi kumare. She's Mara's godmother and she's been oh very loyal. Thank you so much. I I hope you're learning from our show and I hope you're being entertained as well. And if you have any feedback for all our viewers, if you have any feedback, if you have any suggestions on how or ideas that you know we can adapt or you so we can improve the show or if, even if you have any suggestions any topics that you would like for us right that you would like for us to tackle or discuss in our next shows please feel free to let us know you know our show is for everybody we're not doing it just i mean to express ourselves and uh share our stories but we are here to help you all if you have are going through anything that you think we would be able to help and uh, give you some encouragement and motivation and inspiration please please let us know yeah so atala yeah what what do you think um could help couples that have separated like you help them be, bring the best out of their children despite that difficult situation? I think that first of all, they need to think not about themselves. Remember that when you go through a, a divorce, separation, you are acting based on your emotions. So your emotions most of the time are from resentment, you know, like a 
lack of um, self-esteem, maybe fear, maybe frustration, all those emotions, they don't lead you to something positive in life, regardless what is the life transition. And I, I will tell you to look always what is the best for your kids as well. Try to keep in mind like we want to raise kids that they are as healthy as possible, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, right? Because that's important. We're raising kids, we're, we're shaping the life of somebody. So think about also, not just at the moment, I know that we, we react over everything. Can I tell you something? It's important to learn to respond. And when I say that, it's important to learn to respond actually using love, forgiveness, which is very fundamental. It's not easy, but it's a process mm-hmm. uh, about truly cruising the good things that are happening. You know, everything is wrong, right? You are actually having the opportunity to cultivate, you know, values, uh, principles in a person's life. So there is a lot of good things that are happening. And I do believe that we need to focus in what we can uh, not control, but what we can actually, um, how we can not, not control, I'm sorry, like how do you want to see this little kid or little girl, you know, raising up, growing up? What are the values that you want to style in that person? What are the principles? What are the ideas, the behaviors? All those things are very important. That's what I it really helped me. And always try to have good conversations with your kids. They are very smart. I always have deep conversations with Marcus since he was little. According to his age, but he grew a lot with different, um, in, I would tell like uh, environments, but all of them, they were nice and beautiful with friends, you know, and it, God put me friends. And I remember MJ sometimes uh, he was with little kids, sometimes he was with older kids. And guess what? He becomes so adaptable, social skills, human connection, unbelievable. So look at the good things in life. Yeah. And yeah, and we have, yeah, that's yeah. very true. Okay, we have another, we have actually a question from all of our viewers, Lisel. Okay. Yeah, she's she says we have no divorce here in the Philippines, but we have annulment. How can co-parents effectively communicate and prioritize their children's well-being post annulment or post divorce? Let me see if I understood correctly. Like uh, how the kids can practically how you can help your kids to develop like Healthy, healthy. Well, no, she's asking how can go parents effectively communicate? I think, uh, yeah, to quen- to answer, I'm I don't have experience with this, but I think, yeah, this communication is the key. As long as you actually are very clear, both of the parents are very clear on their expectations. Like, if you have the kid or your son on this weekend, for example. I mean, as long as you know you have a plan on how you're going to spend your time with them, and then when it's his dad's or time, then you're clear about your expectations that you're going to have your child back. Like they set it out, right? They are like the limitations or the hours and all that. So you lay out the foundation or you lay out the expectations from each other. I think that should 
that is very important, right, Atala? Like it's true. Yeah, you you right. I think clarity. You know, be honest, be clear, and communicate with your kids. That's important. When when we try to you know like cover something, they anyway they are so smart. So it's better to just be clear with them. In that way, they know what to expect, and that take away uh, some confusion. Yes, that is right. And also, uh, we've been talking so much about about the kids in this in this part of the conversation or since the part of the show. We're gonna talk more about you also. I mean, like the effect in you and what adjustments you had to go through and when do you think you'd be ready for for like a new relationship things like those but before we get to that we're gonna have a short break because it's yeah it's another time for a break what is estate and what do we why do we plan it <laughs> What is estate planning? You no, know, actually, good question. I love that question. What is estate and why do we plan for that? You say estate, we're talking about what, what comes into your mind? Mine is like land and uh, property, houses. Yes, you're right. Assets. You know, um, that's your estate. That's why when somebody passed away, we settled the estate. That's what we do when we do probate. We settle the estate because the estate is what you left for your loved ones. So while you're alive, you're accumulating this estate. Why well, we say estate planning? Why? Mm -hmm. Well, because mainly the reason why you're doing the planning is you're thinking about what will happen when you pass away, most likely, right? I mean, we all pass away someday. I know. It's just a matter of when. Hopefully not too soon, because we want to enjoy it. Drive safe, eat healthy, go to the gym. All right, we're back again. Okay. All right. I, love, I, love your, I love your question. You know? I think it's a question. The game's still on, right? So we should have a first question. All right, it says here, what are the most common parenting issues that one has to go through after the divorce? So for all our viewers, if you know the answer, and if you're the first one to give the right answer, then you are going to win a prize, a surprise prize from Atala and MJ or from both of us. So yeah, I repeat the question. What are the most common parenting issues one has to go through after the divorce? All right. So Atala should have answered those questions if you were watching and listening. And of course, we're encouraging again, our viewers, please, please give us any questions, any shout outs. If you want any topic for us to go I mean, to go over next time, let us know also. And thank you. So Atala, you talked a lot about the kids, process, you know, the life of the kids after divorce. I know there's this uh, about when what they call it i can't even i can't even express myself but anyway i know i i remember i have had um co-workers that went through this and i think it's it's very challenging when they're having issues with uh custody that was yeah that was what i was trying to come up with yeah so there there are a lot of issues about custody and all that but uh 
I know in your case, it's more of like, for me, I listening to your story, like it's a very ideal situation. Because I know you went through the hurt, pains, and all that of getting divorced. But then, your your in your situation, you became a stronger woman. You have raised a really wonderful son. I mean, I'm like, I salute you for doing that. It's not because even even with parents that are still together, like. For me, in my case, I mean, I've been married for 25 years. And yes, there are still conflicts between my husband and I as to how to, you know, discipline the kids, you know, things like those. So I could imagine parents being separated and that they have to go through that issue. But in your case, you just did it with, with God's help and with the support of your family and your friends and all that. You have actually brought up a wonderful kid. So that's, to me, it's a very, very ideal situation. But for those parents out there that had gone through divorce and, and having those difficulties, I think we learned from Atala that... Um, Aside from she's a very uh, prayerful woman and she's a strong and spiritual person, she has a good family support and she has a good career. I bet she's really hardworking. She's very passionate and and just a devoted woman to her kids. So uh, as long as we try to like consider and be out there for our kids, not just for ourselves after the divorce. Because I know you go through a lot of emotions as a woman. Because I think that something that is very important is mm -hmm. not just a support. I think it's a, it's a personal growth process. When a woman decides to grow as a person or spiritually, you will see things differently, mm -hmm. very differently. So you will turn around like the noise, you know, like the, I'm lacking, I'm not with my husband. No, that inner dialogue changed completely because you are not going, you are not looking at your past, you are just embracing your present. So you go through a different kind of journey. But I do believe, like, for example, my family was not here in the United States. My family is in Mexico. I mean, but also I try to really improve my relationship with my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. When I was telling you, like, don't look just at the moment, but look at what are the, the values, the qualities the, that you want to implement in your son and your daughter, you know, you are shaping somebody's life. So to me, I always have this kind of, like, you know, reflection, like, what do I want to learn from this? Mm -hmm. What do I want my son to learn from me? And that was crucial. That was a turning point for me. So when I was struggling with something, I was just like, okay, what can I learn? And automatically, all the time, I developed that muscle over and over. So to me, it was like solving problems, you know, like looking at the good things in life, like uh, creating good memories, like traveling. I, I love traveling with my son, like uh, sharing moments with his dad as well, you know, mm -hmm. and never talking wrong about him. So it was a very, very deep, personal growth process yeah and i think that i think you you did it really good and really well because you are a very selfless woman like you are selfless right you you care about not just 
about your son, but other people, of course, most especially for your son. So it's it's not easy for a lot of women out there, I believe, because as I said, for those people or women that were in that relationship because they were dependent on the husband for so many things, I think it was a bit different for them and it's a little bit difficult for them. But as I said, because you are you are driven, you are compassionate, you are selfless and you think of your son, not just yourself, then that's what made you, you know, a very successful mom like what you are right now. Um, anyway, we have- a I wanted to share something with you, you know, that I think is important. Mm -hmm. At the moment that you took your kids to, you know, to uh, be themselves, to look at the good things in life, to, to try to keep a balance, guess what? They also, they're gonna be very unselfish. They're gonna also, I remember one time, I always try to keep a balance, do things on my own to go to the gym because he is always in the sport. So my mom, so, you know, no has to, but I decide to also embrace like going to Zumba and do little things here and there for myself. He, one day I was like, I wanted to stay with you after work saying, no mom, you are important. Go to your Zumba classes. So it's very important because when I'm saying we're shaping the life of somebody, He's learning, she's learning from you. So it's very crucial. What are the tools, the skills, the gifts, the values, the principles that you want to cultivate in your children? Think about it. Okay. Yeah, I know we've talked so much about our kids. It, it just shows how moms are. They love to talk about their kids, right? But anyway, before we talk about you, Atala, your adjustment and how was life for you, not this time. I know we've talked about Marcus already and you did a wonderful job with Marcus. So now we're going to talk about how was it for you personally? You know, was it hard to let go? What are the things that really had you had to go through? But before that, we have another comment from our audience or from our viewers, Maria Lala Sivalde, I think she's, she says, or she says, oh, see, Valdez. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. I bet you're from the Philippines because I you say good morning, right? Good morning. <laughs> I, I'm going to start learning Philippines for sure. This morning in the That's Philippines. Yeah, I know, right? And also from Gail Oliva. Good morning here in Manila and good evening, Texas. Thank you so much, Gail. Oh my gosh, so exciting. We have some viewers from the Philippines. Thank you for tuning in, mga kababayans. Thank you so much. Actually, we're gonna read an answer from one of our viewers later about our first question. Can we flash, yeah. Oh, the first question was what are the, what are the most common parenting issues one has to go through after the divorce. So we have someone that gave an answer, but we're going to read that later. But anyway, yes, Atala, we want to know what about you? I mean, because we talked about, of course, uh, how how it affected uh, Marcus. Uh, but what about you? Was it hard to let go? And then when did you come to to realize that, oh, like you're already free. Because uh, of course, in the beginning, you, you still had to go through that process, right? The emotional process. But when did it come to a point where like, 
I'm free and that you have fully accepted. And was it hard I, to let go? It was hard, of course, it was hard. And I, I faced that when I was in Mexico because I just practically, uh, when I was going through divorce, it was a, again like a, you know, like a reaction, went to Mexico and started my healing process. But when I came back to the United States, you know, I was always back and forth, back and forth for almost a year and a half, very often. But when I decided to move again back to the United States, that's why I started like, oh, wow, this is reality. I'm not married anymore. I'm not in my house that I used to be. I'm not in the job that I used to have. So everything was different. And from there, it was like a, a, a waking moment, you know? I start really looking for things on my own. I start really like a stretching, you know. It was amazing, honestly, because if I'm telling you how many things I did, you will not believe it. Mm -hmm. I was just like a, you know, when you are so eager to make things happen, which I think is one of the most beautiful stages, honestly, too, because you are not in your comfort zone. You have to move. You have to make take action. You have to be creative. You have to, uh, you know, ask. For um, and you need you need to find answers. Period. So I think was after moving back to the United States, it hit me because I was living so close to what I used to live before, and I did it on purpose. In that way, my son could go back to his house, and it was a challenge for me. Yes, it really was. You know, a lot of emotions came back, uh, a lot of uh, mixed feelings as well. And sometimes I was like, wow, I couldn't, I can understand why I'm ending in this situation. But I always have this kind of strong faith and say, this is not it. This is the beginning or something bigger that maybe most of the time we cannot understand. So from you, I came back like in, I believe like in January or something like that in 2007. And then I started really like um, looking for a job, you know, because again, was from scratch. I came back like new, like new beginning. And then I really had got, I mean, was very, very blessed. I started working like a few months later, um, this hospital in Houston, which automatically started really being very active. But before that, I will tell you something. I was uh, always like uh, creating ideas, you know, what do I want to do? I mean, like, uh, I need to make things happen. Uh, I, I, I told you I also design, so I used to do like a little exhibitions here and there. And it was just amazing, you know. It was like a opportunity for me to see how things, uh, how all the pieces come together. After I started working, everything started changing. I was busy. I was over like, you know, doing something, meeting people. So I started my healing process. And it took me not too long, not too much. But I'm talking about maybe after I came back, like a, maybe six to eight months. But I was already divorced for a year and a half. So it was not just like easy. Mm -hmm. It takes time, depends of the circumstances. And I think to me, it's because when I got divorced, I went to Mexico. So when I came back, it was like a shock for me, you know, totally different circumstances. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, that's awesome. But uh, we are going to have our second question. Can we flush our second question for tonight? How can separated couples support their children's well-being and development to the fullest 
extent. I repeat our second question, how can separated couples support their children's well-being and development to the fullest extent? So again, for our viewers, whoever can answer that question, you will win a prize. That's that's great. So what about um, when when do you get ready for a relationship? I mean, I, I'm just I really think that you feel it, you know, for example, had a beautiful relationship that so I came back here. Um, it was like a, out of the blue, you know, uh, met somebody very, very nice. And I think I was like a, maybe three or four months after being here. And of course, I didn't mix anything really with my son because he was little. But I always think that it was important to take care of myself as a woman, or you know, as a person, because if you want to take care of somebody, you have to never forget about yourself. And I always keep that in mind. So I think you have to listen to your heart. I think that you have to give yourself the opportunity because I was already divorced I mean, almost two years. So that was a long time, mm -hmm. right? I think that every person is different. Everybody heals in different speed. But I do believe that you have to give yourself the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Because like, but I was always very respectful about don't mixing things because again, I was raising my son and that was very important to me. So after almost two years, I believe process, mm -hmm. and I was over Mexico, United States, so I wasn't really able to to stay like I mean to be in a relationship, you know, because I was in two different countries, mm -hmm. but. I think that uh, women, one that you, when a woman heal, a lot of opportunities is starting, you know, open for for herself. I really believe so. That's right. Well, um, before we we read or go on a break, I'm gonna read another comment. Okay, where is that? Yes, from Maria Lala C. Valdez. <laughs> okay. Here in the Philippines, no divorce yet, only annulment. What's the first thing that you do after your request for divorce was granted? What was the first thing that I did? Yeah, after your request for divorce. So what the first thing to do that you do after your request for divorce was granted? Oh, wow. It's because my case was very different. We really were talking. We were already going through the emotions. I signed a document and I went to Mexico. So, you know, my life changed completely in a split of second. One day you are in, you're in Mexico. Life changed completely. So that was my case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so that but to me, maybe if, if I go through that situation, I think the first thing that I could do is just take care of yourself. Like give yourself uh, that that space that you probably need to reflect on your life, right? Yes, yes. So I would probably go on just like what you did. You went back to Mexico and that gave you the opportunity to go back to where you, you grew up, to go back to your family, where somebody is there to give you all the support that you need while going through this. And I think at the same time, by doing that, you have that time for yourself to actually. Yes, and I think to also 
Embrace your emotions. There is nothing wrong to feel sad. There is nothing wrong to cry. Those emotions need to be expressed out, you know? And also understand that it's okay to sometimes feel like you are not present at the moment because remember, you have created habits, right? Doing things with the other person. Even if you are in the other country, you're still having those memories. So it's okay to embrace them. It's okay to touch your emotions because you are alive. Once you embrace them, you can heal easier. That's true. Yeah, I think we're going to go on a break. Okay, we're going for a short break and we'll be back to wrap up. This Wednesday, join us for an hour of legal treats with attorney Aileen. September 27th at 6 p.m. Central Time. Attorney Aileen will share legal knowledge about what happens when a person passed away without a will in Texas. You can watch the live show and be part of our online viewers or join us in person and be part of our studio audience. See you all on September 27th. All right, we're back. We're back. Yes, it's been a very interesting topic. And we can't believe we're at the end of the show. Like we're going to, we're going to end a little bit late tonight since we actually started kind of late. So, uh, but yeah, how was, how was those relationships? I mean, did you actually learn something? Of course, you went through divorce already. Did, were you trying to look for different characteristics from a man or um, that's that's great question you know i i think it was more about looking for a person with certain characteristics that i'm connecting more you know somebody that is a, a board travelers because their language is family oriented you know like certain things that also like a, like that you feel um, attracted to but also, it was more like on the moment that you are. You know, I still like bringing you people for different reasons. Maybe because that person is going to help you to heal, or maybe because also that person is going to bring you joy in different ways. You know. So I, I think it's more about being open. I will tell you that at the moment that you really give yourself the opportunity also to not just fall in love again, but just to simply. Uh, been able to also enjoy life again, you know, give yourself that opportunity since it started happening. Mm -hmm. So, I would tell you, like, I've been divorced for many years, people say, Why you have not been married? I have opportunities, yes. However, I have this um, conviction or faith. Uh, God has the perfect person, not the perfect, the person who will be a uh, fit more to my personality character now and i think in the meantime you enjoy life you know you create life you you grow through life and then you also embrace life at different levels so that's my journey that doesn't mean i have no had relationships yes but no you know here and there it's like something that when a person coming to my life has been always a beautiful relationship I've been divorced for many, many, many years, but also I do believe that it does not the person I need to be. I'm always able to identify, be very grateful, and continue moving forward with faith. 
Yeah, Atala, before we move on, there's this weird voice in the background, a man's voice. So we apologize again to our viewers because it looks like there are some technical issues going on the background. Because as Atala, as you were talking, there's this weird voice that's now it's gone. I mean, I don't hear it when I'm talking. So I don't know what you say. Maybe. See, yeah, it's it's only when you talk. So I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe Atala, you got the men for men for you know, yeah that's that's really weird yeah it's been going on for a while and we we just apologize there's always there's all this all kinds of weird things <laughs> happening tonight i think it's because of the storm because yeah there's really a storm here in houston area so again we apologize and we appreciate all our viewers for sticking with us we truly truly appreciate you all then uh, let's ask the questions again. Our first question, actually, somebody answered the first question. What are the most common parenting issues that one has to go through after the divorce? Actually, we have an answer from Lisel Lisandra. He says that it may be difficult to explain to the kids and help them accept that mom and dad are no longer together. And it's true. It's it's probably the most uh, difficult one too because it's hard for your kids it's hard for yourself i mean for the husband and wife let alone from for the kids so i think yeah this is a very very common uh yes it is one of the common issues that parents have to go through or uh, reverse uh, wives and husband and wife go through. Yep. And then we have another shout out from the Philippines from Miss Delia Ligot Dizon. Let's see what she says. Good evening, Texas, watching from the Philippines. I want to greet someone special. Happy birthday to attorney Orly Dizon, you of Houston. Thanks. Yes, happy birthday, attorney Orly. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah, we want to sing you happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Uh, did you hear that? Yes. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. And then, of course, uh, we already asked the first question. The second question that we have, how can separated couples support their children's well-being and development to the fullest extent? So... Again, we encourage our viewers, if you can give us an answer to this question, then you will win a prize from us. But of course, we already have a winner for the first question, Maria Lala C. Valdez. Congratulations, Maria Lala, and, and thank you so much for again tuning in and watching our show tonight. All right, so for our final thoughts for the Okay, yeah, she's flashing the answer. Yeah, she got it right. That's the most common issue, actually, explaining to the kids. And, of course, telling them what the situation will be after mom and dad had been separated. It's, it's a very difficult um, thing to go through. But what do you advise our viewers out there, Atala, having, you know, you having gone through this process and you having brought up you and your ex-husband still brought up a very wonderful kid like marcus 
what can you advise for our viewers if they have to go through the same situation? I would say to be always try to have good communication with your kids. Be open. Uh, talking about deep conversation is something that we should all teach our kids or develop or have it with them, you know, because that's life. But also try to work in your own emotions because you want to give the best to your children and you need to develop this kind of intelligence, emotional intelligence. That way you're not just reacting, you are not just, you know, expressing this kind of resentment or anger or frustration because that's energy that goes against you and your kids as well. So practice the art of forgiveness, very important, fundamental. Um, practice gratitude. That way you can see the blessings, the gifts, the opportunities, the miracles that happen even in those moments. Compassion with yourself because you're doing an amazing job and you may be feeling sometimes very tired but you are doing an amazing job. You're doing something that goes beyond your strength. Be compassionate with yourself. Um, be also very kind in your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Be faithful, you know, like faith is important. Keep mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I would say um, be um, positive. You know, create that resilience. It will also always positive outlook in your life. Everything happened, and everything's preparation. And look at things like that opportunity. That is right. But before, you know what? I apologize. I announced the wrong winner. <laughs> I know our actual winner is Lisel. Let me see where is she at. Lisel. I can't see her last name. Wait. I have to scroll up. Okay, Lisel Lisandra, congratulations. I apologize, my friend. I didn't mean to, but yeah, you won for the first question. And we still don't have yay. Congratulations, Lisel. You'll get a message from us on how we can send you your, your prize. Okay. And yes, I think for every situation that we go through, any any challenges that we go through, maybe it be personal challenges, relationship challenges, or just life in general, whatever you're going through, there's always a good thing that comes out of it. You know, we go through those difficulties, we go through those challenges, and there's a purpose for that. We can, if we see the the beauty of our situation, then we're going to come out stronger. We're going to come out bolder. We're going to come out wiser. We learn all these wisdoms from life, not just from books or any of those, but we learn more of those wisdom from our life experiences. So let's not give up life because we go through difficulties. Life is so beautiful. There is beauty out of every situation it depends on how we deal with it how we come out with it what we get from it and it's like with all the people that love us and support us and with 
the guidance of if you believe in the supreme being then you can come out victorious you can come out a winner out of these difficult struggles that you have in life so that and that's why we're here that's why be bold why not is here because we know that life is full of challenges life is full of struggles difficulties and all that but we can go through it together we can help each other with our beautiful stories that we share we can impact each other in a very very positive way and i hope that here with mj and atala that you are learning from our show that you are learning and we're helping you to be more you know, inspired in life, no matter what life throws at you, right? So again, we thank, we thank you everyone for watching our show again tonight. We couldn't believe we're our, at seventh episode, our seventh episode tonight. So we would love for you to join us again, right, Atala, every Monday? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just like amazing, you know, how time flies, uh, how we have been able to also share, you know, part of our stories, our growth. But again, I mean, it's very important to let them know that we are here for for the audience more than for ourselves. This is a this is a purpose, but it's beautiful when people participate and give us their feedback, and especially they ask questions and comments because we all grow together. Yes, and hope that we again have touched your life tonight. We again hope that you have learned from us tonight and that you got entertained from us tonight for all the technical difficulties <laughs> that we went through, even the weird voice in the background. We didn't mean to have this show like this, but we're always trying our best to give you a good show. And no matter what happens, show must go on so we came on and we're again thank you join us again here at be bold why not every monday 7 p.m central standard time good night everyone and have a wonderful evening good day those from philippines yes bye bye take care